My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You guys, you guys, you guys, Matt's not here. So guess what? We're going to do a part two of that relationship stuff. And it's just going to be me. And I'm going to be so super honest with you. Get real, get raw, and you should get ready because this is going to be super fun. Relationships part two. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Lauren Liz Love, and I'm so happy to be here with you on the Badass Business Podcast. You know, along my journey of being a life coach, so much had to change in order for me to step into that vision of prosperity, abundance, happiness. Building that business from the ground up is everything that you deserve, and it can be everything that you desire. And you're here to learn. So let's dive in. Okay, so full disclosure, if you did not go and listen to part one, Relationships with Matt on the Badass Business Podcast, please go back and listen to that episode. It was juicy, rich, and full of just such openness from Matt, and I really think it's important for you to see, or for, if you did, for other people to see just, you know, how to really show up in that space of respecting each other as you go and as you grow, and I think what I want to do today is kind of dive into some of the stuff from my end and uh, from my perspective because the truth is the way that Matt acted and the way that Matt showed up in the journey of me being a businesswoman was very different than what was going on for me, right? Like what your dude's going through while you're growing your business or what your partner's going through while you're growing your business is very different than what you're actually going through. And I just wanted to take a moment to honor you guys and to share kind of where things were for me when I started my business journey, how it affected our relationship, and some of the really powerful lessons I learned along the way. So full disclosure, again, this is like something I say a lot, right? Like full disclosure, like I just want to lay it all on the table for you and get you all open and ready for this. You know, Matt was not the first Matt that I dated. I actually was married to a guy named Matt before I fell in love with Matt 2.0. And uh, (laughs) this guy who I was with before did not really value me. Uh, He didn't see the things that I saw as exciting right he didn't really get it and yes Matt 2.0 doesn't get a lot of the things that I'm interested in but he doesn't bully me or kind of knock them my first relationship there was a lot of that there was a lot of the shame around you know why are you into this or I don't get it like what's so great about that and I felt for quite a while in my business life now keep in mind this was before I started an entrepreneur journey I was just a regular corporate girl trying to climb the corporate ladder but I felt like the more and more I had to celebrate or um, 
really take pride in, the more things I was coming home with to share as good news, the more distant we became in our relationship. I felt like, you know, I would come home and say, you know, I just got this promotion or this great, beautiful thing happened. And I'd want to celebrate all of those things with him. And I wouldn't really get that reaction that I wanted back. So I I know, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because even though I wasn't in business at the time, I was trying to grow my own success in corporate America at a a television news station. I really had a hard time with with figuring out why it was that my guy who was supposed to love me and, and, and be with me and celebrate me, why he wasn't taking joy in the stuff that I was trying to celebrate in. It was really discouraging, especially when it came to my my business journey, right? Like my ability to grow my purpose and my identity in my corporate life. So that was really hard for me. And I think a lot of women face that. It's this feeling of like, well, why isn't he celebrating this stuff with me? Why does he seem discouraged as I grow? Why does he seem more distant as I grow? And not everybody experiences that. Sometimes growth, like for me and Matt 2.0, it will bring us together. It brings us this opportunity to evolve and stretch and become a better relationship. And that's what happened. But some women face this distance. And I don't want to dismiss that by not bringing it up, which is why we're having this conversation in part two. Because there are many women who are in unhealthy, unhappy relationships. And they go to celebrate things and they don't get the response that they want or the response that they crave. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to show up and listen to this and go, oh my God, my relationship's horrible because he's not celebrating my stuff. I have to break up with him. That's not what I'm saying at all. When I look back on that relationship, I made a lot of mistakes. And one of the biggest mistakes I made was looking towards my partner as the person to make me feel good about my success. It was almost like I couldn't feel happy I couldn't celebrate my success unless he was celebrating it too. Unless he gave me validation that it was good enough for me to take pride in, good enough for me to be happy in. And I would come home and say things like, that's great, isn't it? Aren't you excited? What do you think? And it was like I couldn't form my own emotions about what I was doing in my life until he gave me the reaction that I needed. And what I realized was I was looking for validation. I was looking for someone to give me permission to be happy and to feel successful and to feel accomplished and all of those things. And it did not go well. So take this as a very powerful lesson. If you're the woman out there who's looking towards your guy just to make you feel validated, like go get out your journal and ask those deep questions. Why is it that you feel you need his response in order to feel happy and successful? Why do you need him to react a certain way in order for you to be happy about the things that just should make you happy? That was a big, big light bulb for me. And I think it's part of the reason why Matt and I today do so well in our relationship because I don't need him to celebrate my victories the way that I used to need it from my past relationships because I'm enough. And if something lights me up, I don't have to doubt it. I don't have to question it. I can just roll with it. And that feels really, really good to me. Does that make sense, guys? Do you get that? Like, you don't need this guy to to light you up and to tell you all these great things and great reasons why you should be happy. You should just be lit up and happy already. And that's a hard thing. I see this too from many women who are entrepreneurs who go on personal development journeys or spiritual journeys. You guys know I shared a little bit about this on the Facebook group, Badass Business Babes. If you're not a part of it, come join But, you know, Matt and I were in this position where, you know, when I started my personal development journey and I went to Tony Robbins events, he was like, okay, like, I'm never going to one of those with you. 
And it bothered me at first. And I was like, here, read this book. Here, listen to this audio recording. Here, let me read this to you. And like, I I just like wanted to get him involved so bad. And I was like immersing him in all my stuff. And I didn't realize like I've gone through so much change over the last year. So much has evolved. Like the girl I was last year uh, or, or, you know, nine, ten months ago is not the woman I am today. I've done a lot of healing work, a lot of journey stuff as I've grown my business and I've grown myself. Forgive my dog for hacking along in the background. Um, but but as I've done that, you know, I've I've changed my approach with my relationship. I've changed my perspective on what it really means to be in a healthy, happy relationship. And, you know, it's funny, I run into women who, um, I have this one girl I know who gets, you know, so frustrated that her and her partner have different spiritual visions. You know, she's into meditation and Buddha and worshiping and surrendering from a place of openness and her partner is not that way. Her partner doesn't get that. And she almost gets discouraged. Like, why is it that he can't come along for the journey? Why can't he meditate with her? Why can't he sit down and pray with her? And she gets mad. And my response to that is like, dude, why would you ever want someone to come along with you and force it? If that's not what they want, that's not what they want. And it's it's really, really discouraging to me when I see people who like really almost damage they damage their relationship because they're so desperate to get their guy involved in their stuff spirituality is a very natural thing you cannot force it you cannot train someone to do it you cannot you know impact like push it on someone and if you really want someone to develop a deeper spiritual practice with you the only thing you can do is be an example and show up the way that you show up and hopefully he'll come along for the ride and that's what I did with Matt in my business journey and you know, in the beginning, I'd want him to take pictures with me and I'd want him to like do all of this stuff with me. And oh my God, he was not into it at all. And I reached this point where I was like, I can't force this. I cannot push my guy to be interested in stuff that just doesn't light him up. It doesn't get him excited. If he turned around to me and was like, hey, I want to go to this car show and I'm going to talk about it all the time and I'm going to ask you to read these car show books and I'm going to ask you to learn about a car and how it works, I would be like, fuck, that shit is boring. I just wouldn't be into it. So how could I possibly expect him to come around and and how could I possibly force him to do the things that I love? You know, when you show up as an example and you just love what you love and you are who you are and you be who you be, right? Like when you just do those things, your guy is more likely to see your sense of confidence as something that's really attractive and he'll want to be, you know, in that environment and in that energy. And maybe he'll be more likely to come around and and start immersing himself in the stuff that you're in. But it happens when you lead by example and you set spiritual intentions around it. You don't force it. You don't push it. You don't, you know, control it. You just let it be. It's a really important lesson. Now, let's talk about the hard stuff, guys. Let's talk about money and entrepreneurship and your relationship because this is a big one for a lot of women who feel like, okay, their husband is maybe... um, you know, bullying them or they feel the pressure to make more money than they actually are in their business. Maybe these women feel like they're in a rat race to like hurry up so that they can get validation from their husband so that their husband actually sees it working and stops making comments about it not working. You know, Matt and I were having this conversation because there was a woman in, I think, one of our Facebook groups or one of our programs and she said something like, you know, 
he keeps asking me, like, when am I going to get a job or how long am I going to do this? And I think that, you know, his response was really powerful. He's like, well, you know what? She's probably not communicating. And I think that, you know, I may be wrong about this one woman, but I think that communication is the most important thing around money. When Matt and I started our journey, we set this intention and we were like, look, okay, you are going to try to make this work until, and we picked a date. And we said, and that's the date that we'll reevaluate and that's the date that we'll decide whether or not this is working. And guess what? By that date, I still wasn't making any money, but we were okay. We were still afloat. We were still doing well and we get, we got to push it and we kept pushing the bar and switching our deadline and moving forward, but we communicated about it. You know, we set intentions around it. We had a game plan. We were a team. And we, you know, the other part of this too is like we made a shit ton of sacrifices. You know, he was so amazing in what he was able to surrender in order to get us where we wanted to be. We left our apartment. We moved in with his parents. He was the only one paying the bills. And I was just trying to make ends meet, trying to get my business off the ground. And we made these sacrifices. And I think, too, the other part of this is, like, if you're going to really go after something and it's super important to you, you have to be okay with making those sacrifices. You have to be okay with getting uncomfortable and living in the stretch and living in the uncertainty of not knowing what's on the other side. But knowing that you're in this as a team is really important. And Matt was really right when he talked about this. If you're coming home and talking about your emotions in your business, if you're having a conversation around you know, what is working in your business and what's not working and you're coming home and you're talking to your guy, he's a partner in your business. Even if it's just emotional, he's a partner there and you have to give him the support and you have to give him the respect to talk like a team, to get really honest and open about what's working for you and what's not. Now, the really big part of this is like, Matt in the beginning of my journey was a rock for me because I was so uncertain And I did a lot of the dance of what if I'm not successful? What if this doesn't work? What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? What if this doesn't work? What if I can't achieve it? And I went on this like up and down crazy thought process every single day of every single month until I actually started generating money. And then when I generated money, the the thought process changed and it was like, are you going to do this? Is this going to work? Are you going to sustain it? What if this doesn't work next month? What if this is just a fluke? What if you just made money one month and then that's it? And I had this crazy thought process that just kept going. And I realized that the only way I was ever going to change that was through me. The only way I was ever going to be able to say, okay, you know what? I am going to be successful. That only thing that would ever allow me to make that decision was me. It wasn't enough revenue. It wasn't enough clients. It wasn't the right amount of website landings. Like it was just me. I just had to decide that I was going to be successful. And Matt's frustration in the beginning was my emotional roller coaster of not really knowing and not really trusting that this was going to work. And yes, he may complain about it and get frustrated, but like that was his job for me. His responsibility was to be my safety net, to feel secure and safe and have somebody who was very strong and comfortable and grounded in, in what they believed because I was all over the place. Running a business and starting a business is scary. It's really super scary. It can be very over over emotional and overwhelming. But I think the most important part is that you remember your reason why. And if your reason why is so that you can create a beautiful, happy, gorgeous relationship with the person you love, that is plenty of reason to get started and get growing. But if you guys aren't on the same page and if he's doubting you and if he's stressed out, 
you know, it may be time to sit down and have a conversation and get real with your guy and say, look, this is important to me. What can we do to make this easier for you? What can we do to alleviate the pressure? You know, maybe that is getting a part-time job. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just hurrying up and working harder. Maybe it's not spending money on clothes like crazy when you're trying to grow your business. You know, finding the sacrifices that you can make in your budget to alleviate some of the pressure may be a way to go. But that all starts with a conversation and it starts with the openness and the willingness for you to sit down and get real about where you are and where you want to be and have your partner be on the same page of understanding with you. Now, I want you to remember this, like, Along the way, your business and your relationship will grow. And it's beautiful when I watch clients take these big leaps in their business and then suddenly they're craving a deeper connection and a deeper romantic relationship with their loved one. It's like all of a sudden they want to go deeper in that area of their life. And it's no wonder because your business is your baby and it's a reflection of you. And as your business grows, it's really easy for you to take that mirror and start looking back at yourself and saying, well, what else do I need to change in my life, in my relationship with my partner? I want to have a great relationship. And that craving's always there. But you want to make sure as a woman of growth that your guy is in a place where he loves to grow too. And that's a big, big thing. Some women don't have people who are craving growth or craving evolution. And they feel like their relationship isn't going to provide them what they truly need. And sometimes you have to work with that. You know, Matt wasn't always the person that he is today. We did a lot of relationship work, a lot of communication. We did a lot of grow, growing. And it happened with, you know, first and foremost, me feeling like I needed to speak up for what I truly needed in the relationship. And I needed to just give him time to learn. And when you're an entrepreneur and there's so much growth involved and there's so much transition, so many ups and downs, it's really super important that you just remember sometimes your guy needs to know how. Sometimes he needs to be taught some of the things that you need. And sometimes all that is is a conversation. And keep in mind too, it's never about you saying, um, oh, you know what, here's a great example. Because it's never about you saying, I don't like it when you do this. I don't like it when you do that. You need to provide him a solution. You need to provide him an opportunity. So in the beginning of my coaching journey, I would talk to Matt about my strategy. And I would say, oh my God, so I had this great idea. I'm going to run this program and I'm going to do this free offer and it's going to lead to this and I'm going to have this email list and then I'm going to trigger this tripwire and it's going to send to this. And he didn't get any of it. He was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is like crazy. And he would look at me with this weird face and then he would say things about business and he would say, well, you're doing it wrong or you have to remember you have to do it this way. And what about this? And he started to talk at me as if he knew a better solution or as if he knew more than I did about my business. And it really triggered me for quite a while. Like I would go and celebrate something with him and be so excited to share this new idea I had. And he'd tell me like all the things I was doing wrong. And here's what I realized. I needed to be clear about what I needed from him. And so we sat down. This was like the first year of my business. We sat down and I said, look, Matt, I love you so much. But when I come to you and I have these ideas, can you maybe just not knock them and let me learn my own way? Can you maybe say, hey, that's great, babe, or that's a really good idea or good job. And just, you know, give me that encouragement because that's what I need. I would really prefer if you don't try to critique me or if you don't try to like knock my ideas, unless you think it's a crazy disaster, let me learn my own way. 
And he did. And over time, the stuff that I knew was what I needed to do, the vision I had, the dream I had, it started to come into reality. And it was all because I had a safe space to do it. If your relationship is not happy and you're trying to grow a business, uh, newsflash, that business will never grow. Because on the other side of a successful business is the decision of what you're going to do with your unhappy relationship. Are you going to leave? Are you going to stay? And when you're making more money, it's more of a reason to make a decision. So if you're in a space of avoidance and you're scared to make a choice about your relationship, your business is going to suffer because you're not being true to yourself. You're not being honest about what you need. You're not speaking your, your truth and you're not making the choices that you need to make in order to be the happiest version of you. So don't stifle and don't push things down. Be open, be aware, be truthful. Have the conversations you need to have because if you think that growing a successful business will make everything better in your life, you have a problem. Your, your life should already be wonderful and your business should just enhance the joy and the prosperity of love that you already have with your partner. Money is just a magnifier of what we already have. So uh, when I see women who are longing for significance or they're longing to feel important and they think making a business will make them that way, what they're really doing is avoiding the truth of the pain around their relationship and they think that, okay, well, if I have this success, then I'll feel validated, then I'll feel important, then I'll feel significant, then I'll feel loved. And it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. Now, there are a lot of women who don't feel this way, and I don't want to knock or discourage anybody who's on either side of this, but I think it's just important to talk about, right? Because like, I want to help all of you guys get to that space of pure joy, not just in your business, but in your life. And I think that these relationship issues are really, really important to have conversations around because if you're not growing, you're dying. And if you feel really called to start a business to do something beautiful in the world, your relationship needs to be a source of inspiration and a source of encouragement and not a source of discouragement. So just remember that the open dialogue, the honesty, the transparency, that's what's going to make you, you know, able to run faster in your business, able to grow and able to prosper. So. Thanks for listening, guys. This was part two. I love, love, love this. Um, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys who have stuck around and listened to the Badass Business Podcast so far. We have so many downloads for a first month in season, and it's really super exciting for me. And I'm so grateful. Um, so super excited to see what's ahead. And if you ever have ideas, questions, or comments, just be sure to throw them in the Badass Business Babe Facebook group. It's a beautiful community of a couple of thousand gorgeous women who are all growing businesses, who all need support and love. And I'd be happy to see you guys in there. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you soon. One more final thing, badass business babe. If you're the girl who's craving to be a life coach, we have a new gorgeous program, a two-month intensive with me called Life Coach Babe. This is out and available for you to enroll in now. We are taking 10 gorgeous women on the journey of transforming their lives and their business through this intensive coaching program. Life Coach Babe is designed to teach you not just how to financially prosper in your business, but how to actually be a life coach. It's juicy, it's exciting, and I'd love to have you guys in there. So if you'd love to check it out, go to badassbusinessbabe.com or just click the link in the show notes.